Welcome to Finding Holiness, where we delve into timeless Torah wisdom, revealing the sacred in everyday moments. Join us on a journey to elevate your spirituality and discover holiness in every aspect of life. I'm your host, Rabbi David Kadosh, and together, let's embark on a path of spiritual exploration. I hope you enjoy this next episode. There we go. We're online. All right. So one of the differences between Ashkenazim and Svaradim is that tonight, being the um, fourth night of Sukkot, Machloket, Svaradim Ashkenazim, who the Ushpiza is. Ah, I didn't know that. So on my little uh, picture over there, it says Yosef. Very good. So Ashkenazim hold that the fourth night is Yosef. Okay, but Sfaradim hold that the fourth night is Moshe. And <clears throat> so therefore, tonight we welcome Moshe Rabbeinu in our sukkah. And I, I saw a very nice piece from the Ora Chaim Akados on the first pasuk of the final parasha. Bezot ha-beracha asher berach Moshe. So I want to just share the ideas that he brings down with you briefly. Uh, I've some some things that I really, really liked over here. Not all of it because he does go at length a lot in that first pasuk, but just pick and choose. So um, bear with me and I hope you uh, enjoy. So this is how we start. So Vezot HaBeracha. Tzarich Ladat Omno Vezot HaBetosefet Vav. Uh, if it says Vezot Haberacha, why is it Vezot? Should just say Zot Haberacha. This is the blessing that Moshe blessed. What's the the Vav? The Vav usually comes to add something, or connect something from before. That's usually the rule. Otsarichadat. <coughs> Another thing we need to know is Leeza Inyan Neimar Kolakatuv. Why are we even saying this pasuk in the first place? Im If it is to tell me who the person blessing is and who the one receiving the blessing is, Haloni Karim Hema Devarim Belo Pasuk Ze. We already would know this based on the next pasuk. The, ne- the pasuk bet, which says, um, uh, That will teach us that Moshe Rabbeinu is talking and B'nai Yisrael is receiving the blessing. So we don't even know what the whole purpose of this pasuk is. Maybe the, the whole purpose of the pasuk is to tell me that Moshe Rabbeinu is blessing the Jews before he dies. We also know this. It's also understood. If you look at the end of last week's parasha, parasha Ta'azinu, it talks about Moshe Rabbeinu being commanded by Hashem, to go up to Har Nevo, that's where he's going to die. So, so what's the purpose of telling me, Lif Nemoto? So he's got a whole bunch of questions over here. Again, we're not going to answer all of them because it's a long piece. There's a few issues here I want to say, especially the beginning part. He has a very nice chidush here. He says, The pasuk wishes to praise Moshe by referring to him as Isha Elohim, which literally is a man of a man of God. How great his actions were. Because just before this, Again, before Parashat Zot that's when the Pasuk told us that Moshe is going to die. Like, that was it. It's over. As much as he's tried to survive and as much as he tried to survive and, uh, you know, and get into Israel and pray, try to get into Israel, no, Hashem said you're going to die. 
יאמר האומר, כי זה משה האיש, טינה תהיה בליבו על מיתתו, אשר היו לה סיבה עם בני ישראל. If this is the case, משה רבנו has a very very strong claim against the Jewish people. I am going to die now because of who? Because of you. Because of you, Amisa, you're the reason why. You guys were the ones who complained about water, you know, I over, whatever, I overreacted, I hit the rock, didn't speak to the rock, whatever it was, okay, I complained about you, and that's the reason why I'm not going in, and now this is the moment I'm going to die. This is why I'm dying in, outside of Israel. And now I'm being prevented from entering the land which I really desire to go to. And the general nature of a, of a person would be to distance himself from this type of bad. Like I really, he would hold it against the Jewish people for so much. Like, like come on, you didn't let me, go. I can't go into Israel, I must because of you. Now we do, Moshe, we do know that Moshe Rabbeinu is a sablan and he, he has a lot of patience and of course he's, he's a tremendous individual. Okay, this maybe will help Moshe not to hate the Jewish people. But why would he, why would he become, feel to become close with them? Why would he want to talk good about them? This is what the Pasuk is saying. That the, that the Torah is testifying about this tzaddik and saying, Not only does he not hate them and distance the Jewish people from his heart, more than that, he's blessing them. That's why it says vezot with a vav to connect with what happened just at the end of last week's parasha where he was basically said, you're going to die. I'm going to die. I have every right to hate you. I have every right to push you away, Jewish people, but I'm not because I love you and I'm going to bless you. So already there was already, a, I thought, a very beautiful idea to show the, um, you know, why, why is Vezot HaBeracha and Moshe Rabbeinu's greatness in the fact that even though he, you know, he's not going to Israel as a result of, of the Jewish people and their complaints, but he still felt the need to uh, to, to bless them. Um, and that's why it also says, that's why the Pasuk says, before he died. Right before he died. That's the moment where a person has all of his emotions come to him. This is it. It's the last seconds of his life where everything comes to him. You know, people at the end of their life, they, they say, sometimes they say really mean things. Sometimes they, they, they finally confront somebody that they, they, they wanted to say something for years or, or, you know, decades that they never got a chance to say, and they let it all out. And 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 you would think that he, this would be his time to rebuke them. No, he says, uh, uh, you would think it's a time to obligate him to hate, but no, he, uh, he blessed him. One more piece over here that I thought was really cool, really, uh, you know, enlightening, was how he called him, uh, uh, the Torah describes Moshe as Isha Elohim. Isha Elohim, he says over here, uh, what does it mean, He says, if Hashem was to, was to sit down with Abraham, Yitzhak, and Yaakov, no matter how great they were, and deal with them in a matter of deen, strict judgment, not even the Avot would be able to, to sustain or to go through HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Midah of Deen. Like, it, it, it's almost impossible. Everything, all the everything that they've done, and all the reward that they've uh, acquired in their life is all because of Rachamim. 
Halamata everything that the tzaddikim are able to 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 benefit through their actions, it's, it's only through the, the power of Hashem's mercy. It's Hashem's mercy. If, if Hashem was to run this world with, with deen and strict judgment, not even Abraham, Isaac, and Yaakov would be able to, to earn merit. Because, because Okay, we're getting to there. We're getting to there. But not even Abraham, Isaac, and Yaakov. As David says in Tehilim, Ve'al tavo be'mishpat et avdecha. David's praying to, to, to Hashem and saying, don't, don't bring us in terms of mishpat. If you, if, if you judge us strictly with mishpat, uh, mishpat, which is judgment, nobody, no kolchai, no living being could, 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 man, could get out scot-free. As much as we think we're doing good, because when Hashem judges with din, it's difficult. Perush ko tzadik sheikarechai. Vekano diakatu ki tzadik ze. This tzaddik, Moshe, nita'atzem upala tov afilu be'erech bechinat hadin, haramuz be'elohim. But Moshe Rabbeinu was different. Moshe Rabbeinu was the alone soldier who was able, that all of his actions, even through the midat hadin, which is, which is, um, which is always hinted and alluded to by the word Elohim, the name of Hashem of Elohim is always midat hadin, hu omno isha Elohim. Moshe Rabbeinu was an isha Elohim that even through the midat hadin, all of his actions, but that wasn't easy. It, it took a lot of work, he's going to say now. And if Hashem was going to judge him with deen, he would come out, you know, with, with merit. And this took a lot of work, he says. This was not something that was innate in Moshe. It was not something that Moshe Rabbeinu... Um, you know, it, it had it in him. Ah, yeah, he could. No, he worked hard on this. You know, but Shaul, he compares over here, Shaul and David. Shaul, for example, why was Shaul punished? Because he missed one one command. And David, David also screwed up a couple of times, more than once. But David, he didn't get his kingship taken away. The difference is because David was hard. It was not in his nature. David was hard for him to work on his midot. Shaul, he was inherently good. And he screwed up, so he got punished. Moshe Rabbeinu had to work on his Midot as well. And uh, therefore, the, the fact that he was able through that koach in Atzmut, the Torah refers to him as Isha Elohim, a person that was like a man of God, Kilu. Even Midat Adin, he was a person that was able to succeed in many, many different ways. That's one of the many, many ma'alot of uh, Moshe Rabenu. And uh, we'll, we'll, we'll cut it short here for those people listening online because it has started to rain in our sukkah and we're going to go inside and uh, clean things up. Okay, guys. Chag Sameach.